A black-winged, full-bodied raven sat at the top of a twisted juniper and croaked, his voice a harsh call, puffs of breath condensing as fog against a deep blue sky. Stephen Lego. We all have a vision of heaven. For some, it is a realm guarded by St. Peter at the pearly gates which open for the faithful to streets paved with polished gold. Gold being a soft metal that's slippery when wet is a dubious choice for anything other than decoration or an expensive accent flaunted to induce jealousy and one-upmanship. Do gold-paved streets imply they are non-functional decorations? Seems about right for a city built upon a foundation comprised of gemstones packed in twelve distinct layers. The opulence feels unnecessary for a people destined for an eternity praising their light-giving, three-personality civil deity. For others at heaven's entry, at least for martyred men, a greeting by seventy-two virgins to enjoy in blissful ecstasy aka ravage and rape. Not much of a paradise for the women nor the wives who must share her husband with concubines in the afterlife. I don't get the attraction to virgins. Why? Unless the man is insecure regarding the package he will deliver and his ability to satisfy a woman with a tiny pecker. I'll take experience over an amateur any day. Some view heaven as any absence from their daily hell on earth even if that future is eternal nothingness. I can't imagine, although I know they exist, a life so awful the preference is non-life. And that's probably because I was raised in Mayberry and still carry rose seeds in my soul and wear the rose petals over my eyes. And then there is me and, I hope, a growing contingent of like-minded ilk that knows experientially we are born into heaven, that earth, portrayed as the devil's playground by the church and her vested interests is dangling a non-earthly paradise in front of gullible customers. Of course, they place themselves in an intermediary role for which they grab substantial power and steal profits. Looking for references to earth and heaven being identical on the internet found me inundated with claptrap about Revelation's promised new earth which is simply another excuse to exploit creation. Why protect when you can discard and get a new one? We don't need a new earth. What we need is to stop obliterating the ecosystems of this earth, the one and only heaven for humanity and all the beings suckling at her robust breast. Earth is a many-splendored paradise with a climate and landscape to satisfy the most cantankerous among us, well, maybe not the irascible focused on an eternity bowing at the feet of a mythological figure sitting on a gilded throne surrounded by puffy clouds and an angelic host. The quote opening and instigating this half-assed musing comes very close to my ideal. Mix in a morning coyote chorus, midday canyon wren trills, an abundance of four-dimensional, red rock labyrinths, streaky clouds and eternal perfection, for me, is painted. Speaking of painted, perpetual crepuscular hours with a glowing tangerine peach sky would be a nice touch albeit an aberration. Earth heaven is what it is and to seek alteration of its DNA would be to destroy its integrity, to put flawed humans' ideas above the universal and collective consciousness spending millions of years weaving the multiverse into a coherent tapestry. Perfection cannot be improved upon, to try would be to insert a fatal flaw in the fabric, a flaw as damaging to humanity as codifying spirituality into organized religion, a flaw that would slowly and inevitably unravel into a useless bundle of rotting fibers. In other words, hell. March 13, 2021